is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino casino.com and download that eagle access app tuesdays on the huge radio network are presented by the incredible soren eagle casino and resort in mount pleasant michigan are you ready for huge opinions on the lions tigers wings pistons michigan msu and every sports team in the state of michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the up the huge show is on air statewide on the michigan sports network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 you ready now let's go to the auto value bumper to bumper parts studio with the huge one bill What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin a statewide journey. A place called Pure Michigan that features some of the most loyal football fans on the planet who, regardless of their record, regardless of who they trade, or regardless of who they draft, remain Honolulu Blue forever. They'll bust out their Detroit versus everybody t-shirt. And I'm sure when you got the news earlier today that Hawk had been traded to the Vikings. He said, look, we got a couple of lower round draft picks. Ooh, and because we're the worst team in football, we're going to draft overall number one. I'm taking the day off on draft day from my job. What the hawk? If one more of you add Huge Show on Twitter or The Huge Show on Facebook, talk about the value they got. What value? Hawkinson is leading the NFL in yards per catch. He's 25. Oh, they didn't have the money to sign him. Well, do you see some of the clowns that Holmes has signed for the Lions Circus? Oh, well, they could get some big value. To Minnesota? They... I, I told... I told Brett, I, I feel... If I could swear right now and do my Andrew Dice Clay on the Lions... So think about this irony. Their season ended in Minneapolis with that second half double-digit lead and the bonehead call, one of many from Dan Campbell. And they're going to load up the Vikings even more so they can play them two times a year. Oh, can't wait to see Hawk have 200 yards and four TDs in Detroit. What are they thinking? What are the Lions smoking, drinking, injecting, suppositories, whatever they're doing? 
I got to waddle like a duck. Why? I got hemorrhoids. You ever have one in there? You put a suppository in there. It's like putting a lifesavers up your rear. Oh, God. Even Superfly, working with me now, was it over four years? When he says, almost five, when he says, you're not right today, this hot trade, well, they didn't have the money to sign him. 25, drafted number eight overall by the Lions just three years ago. Widely considered one of the top young players at his position. I'm reading from CBSSports.com. And they trade him. Lions will get a 2023 second rounder in the draft and a 2024 third rounder. Hawkinson, by the way, is on pace to finish with career numbers this year. So you're the Lions. You're currently the worst team in football. And you're going to get your fan base excited for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers coming to Detroit on Sunday by trading Hawk. Oh, Bill, they don't use them, and they don't got the money. Who are they using their money on? Who? Here comes the huge owl. He's back. Who? Do they understand any, any marketing strategy when it comes to not nuke your fan base? They don't because you're so loyal, as I said in the opening, huge opinion. They can do what they want to. They can tell you now that, hey, the rebuild, we don't have our guys. I heard that from Quinn. I heard that from Patricia. I heard that from Mayhew, Morningweg. Caldwell, 9-7 and seven wasn't good enough. I don't want to hear that Campbell needs more guys. He's in over his head, and a majority of you can see that. And then what about Holmes? Hey, I, I like the drafts, but when you're that bad, how can you miss? If you keep picking top five, how can you miss? So now the fans are like, why not trade him? This team's a debacle. Get something in return. And we begin the annual, not the annual, I'll call it biannual Lions cycle. Well, we got to give Holmes and uh, Campbell the third year. You said that about Quinn and Patricia. Oh, we, we can't now. They're rebuilding. You got to give them time, man. We got a second and third round there. We're going to have the overall number one pick. We could have C.J. Stroud and Bobby Big Bulls from Texas. First and ten, there goes Johnson back to pass. Bobby Big Balls with the catch. That's a touchdown. Texas. I want your feedback, the Lions Nation, on the hawk trade. Just when you think it couldn't go any lower. They're going to get drilled by Rodgers and the Packers, who didn't look bad against the Bills. So what? Now you're on the C.J. Stroud train? We're going to get our quarterback. We don't need... So if you're going to get your quarterback and you're bad, then you could have invested in Hawk to give your young quarterback a bailout guy on third night. No. No, we're not going to do that. We're the Lions. We're the worst team in pro football right now. And we're going to get rid of... Is he one of their top two players? 
Oh, but we didn't have the money. He's 25. 25. So you're a fan. Well, what's going to drive you to Ford Field? Your loyalty. It's going to drive you to listen on the Lions Radio Network. It's going to drive you to still wear your gear. And the Lions know that. Oh, Holmes and Campbell. Some of these idiots on Twitter, well, they just need two more years. So really, did the Jets need two more years? Did the Giants need two more years with a coaching change? You're the only fan base, not all of you. I'll say it's probably split that continues to buy the BS like the hot train. How can you as a franchise trade away one of your best players? And they've done it twice with Stafford and now this. Oh, let's go get Hawk a Super Bowl ring this year with Minnesota and with Kirk Cousins. And I'll be out in Holland celebrating with WHTC. They're going to change their call letters to WHOC, Hawk Radio. I filled up my big jug with Bud Light. And I said, what the hawk? This is such a Lions move to trade the guy to the team and the stadium where your season ended and you're in a catastrophic free fall. It is so Lions. It is. And what still shocks me is how many of you are so numb to it that you buy it. You buy it. Hey, well, Hawk needed a better place. You know what? Hawk's going to go to Minneapolis, and he's going to be with Kirk Cousins, and he's going to be in a better place, just like Stafford was in a better place. Oh, my God, my blood pressure right now is 980 over 980. Dr. K just dropped me a text. He monitors my blood pressure during the show on a mobile device. I don't know how you're still breathing. Let's go talk to Doug Skeen. Former NFL player, Michigan offensive lineman, co-host on the Michigan football podcast. How you doing, Skeener? <laughs> I'm doing great, Bill. I've been sitting here giggling, laughing at your expense, unfortunately, listening to you go off on this on this topic. I just sitting here with a with a smile on my face because uh, the last few minutes of radio were pretty strong there, Bill. Nice job. Well, I, my point is, you're a floundering team that is free falling. You, you gave the fans a taste of hope through hard knocks and a one-on-one start and a double-digit lead at the Vikings. You are in position one for the overall first draft pick, and you're going to dump arguably one of your top two guys on the team. Yeah, it's, they, they, that was the eighth overall. Wasn't Hawk the eighth overall yes. the year he was drafted? Yeah, they, he's only 25. <laughs> he's only 25. Yeah, I know. It's um, boy, you know, since since Hutch got drafted by the Lions, I've, this is probably the year I've spent the most time paying attention to him. And every time I I start to pay attention and watch some football and and read up on him and follow this franchise, I I go, wow, these poor people that have been following this team for all these decades that show up, how do they do this? Um, that takes a special level of uh, loyalty and intentionality to continue to just love these lions even though they do these kinds of things 
I can tell you what's going to happen. Holmes and Campbell, one or the other or both, will meet the media and they'll talk about we need more players. It's obvious we need more players. And then the fans, like loyal Jim Jones, Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid drinking worshipers, are going to say, we need more time. We need more time. We need more time. <laughs> oh, boy, Bill. That, that, yeah, that's going to happen. And... um you know, I, I, you were talking about there what uh, what the Lions fans, they put on their Honolulu blue and they head down to Detroit to watch the Lions play, what the thing they, they grasp and they hope for and what keeps them going. I think it's that, that hope, right, that the next move is going to be the right move and the next one and the next draft mm-hmm. picks and the next GM and the next coach and the next thing. But it's never reality. It's never – you never seem to grasp the reality of, of what things are from time to time, but I give them all kinds of credit for supporting this team and loving NFL football in Detroit because they've been doing it a long time. You know what keeps the Lions fans going? Those that are 21 and up and ice cold Bud Light. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what keeps them going. You know, Doug, right, before we get to the tunnel uh, fiasco and your thoughts on Michigan football, just from what you watch, because you played with Hutch's dad at Michigan late 80s, early 90s, five-time Big Ten champion. From what you've watched with Hutch and the Lions, both offensively and defensively uh, with Aiden, what has impressed you about this team? And if you were a football analyst delivering a message to the Lions fan base, what concerns you about the team or coaching or both? Well, the first thing that comes to mind when you ask me that question is the streakiness, right? I mean, clearly they don't have enough horses on this defensive front, right? You got Aiden out there who's who's had some streaks and some big moments, and what's he got five or six sacks on the season, so he's doing all right. But who's the who's the curveball to pull some attention away from him? Who's the other guy that is demanding attention or demanding you leave a tight end or a back in there to help block? I don't see it. I think they need a lot of help on that defensive front. and But yet, at times, they've shown an ability to be playmakers, and then all of a sudden, they just disappear. You know, it's like the Patriot game. How do, how do you go from scoring all those points in those games to sitting to getting blanked and then giving up a bunch of points? That's the part that really surprises me, is how the inconsistencies of performance on both sides of the football are what they are. Um I, I just don't understand it. And, and admittedly, I don't watch the Lions like I watch Michigan. I don't really glue myself into watching these Lions play. I have an interest in watching Hutch play because of the personal angle, and I want him to do well, obviously. And so they want the Lions to do well, but I'm just not that far into it, Bill, to know much beyond their awfully streaky team. Yeah, inconsistent, to say the least. And it is just a head-scratcher that, in the stadium where their season ended, Hawk will have a chance to win the NFC North. I don't know if he's going to be good enough to help the team get by the Eagles or the Niners, but at least be a playoff team. It's killing me. All right, uh, let's move on. Uh, as a former player, as a guy who's been in and out of that tunnel uh, five years, uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s, from the video you've watched, uh, over the last couple of days, uh, as things settled down, uh, what's your opinion on what happened in the tunnel and what needs to happen moving forward? Well, I, I would first say this, that, that a volatile atmosphere and emotional football games have been going on in that stadium for 100 years. Um, this is not a new phenomenon. <laughs> this is not the first batch of players 
that played an extremely emotional rivalry game and had to walk up the same hallway to get to their locker room. A um, couple things. The first thing that stood out in my mind, believe it or not, and this is no excuse for either side, is I tell you what, Bill, when I was in that tunnel with my rival, my helmet did, never came off of my head, and it didn't stay un, unstrapped either. I, I was told as a freshman uh, by some very wise upperclassmen, when you are uh, in, the midst, in the midst of uh, someone who may want to rip your head off, you probably should keep your helmet on and your chin straps uh, tight until you get in this locker room. And then until then, you leave it on. So uh, if I'm going up a tunnel with my opponent that I just uh, embarrassed a little bit, rubbed their face in it a little bit, and you know the game wasn't close there in, in the later parts of that football game, and uh, I know that my teammates are out on the field, those two young men from Michigan, I wish they would have had their helmet on before they got assaulted. That being said, the assault is, uh, again, to use the word that both coaches have used, is unacceptable. It's ridiculous. Uh, it, it just can't happen. And the Big Ten absolutely has to hammer these guys to set a standard that this kind of stuff off the field, outside the lines, Although the feelings are raw and these young men and testosterone is flying, you can't put your hands on other people. You can't assault people because you lost a silly football game. It doesn't work that way. So that part's got to be fixed. I was glad to see that Coach Tucker you know, immediately suspended those guys, but I think there's some more dudes that probably need to find their way to the door until the, you know, this figures itself out. So it's too bad. It sucks because, as Lloyd Carr said after – uh, the Clockgate game, right? This this rivalry, for as great as it is for our state and everybody who gets to participate in it, this game deserves better than some junk bush league stuff afterwards. It's just it's 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 not good. Away from uh, the tunnel fiasco, which has dominated conversation in the media since the end of that game, what do you like about what Michigan did? I know. Most would agree, if not everybody, they got to finish those drives. They still had that notorious slow start uh, that they've had in every Big Ten game this year. They still are undefeated. They're still a top-five team. I think they'll be number four tonight, but there's a lot of talk. TCU in the first college football playoff rankings could be number four, which is ridiculous. Uh, But uh, your thoughts on uh, that win by Michigan and what you like and what concerns you moving forward? Well, of course, what I like about that is the rushing yards. Every time Corum can get going and rush the way he does and the grinding out of the third downs and always following forward to get first downs and the offensive line. And any time you see rushing stats like that in the time of possession, Bill, and your chances of winning are just going to go up immensely, and they did, obviously. I was not surprised at all that Michigan State came to play. That first half was tight, right? It felt a little tight. Michigan put the football on the ground, had the turnover. Michigan State throws it to their stud wide receiver, who, by the way, is a heck of a player. And all of a sudden, they're taking advantage of us. And there's a little bit of a you know, tightness in the air. I like the way Michigan responded. We're not gonna we're not gonna freak out here. We're not gonna get frazzled. We're gonna give the ball to our our best running back, and we're gonna let this offensive line just block you and take control of this game. And for the most part, that's exactly what happened. JJ made some really nice plays with his feet, avoided some pressure. Found his tight end a bunch in the first half. I would like to see our wide receivers get a little more open. Uh, Michigan State's defensive ends, uh, our defensive backfield, was doing a nice job with some coverage. So the Michigan wide receiver group needs to find some better separation. We can't rely on tight ends all the time. Um, but all in all, you know, the, I think the game plan going in was to grind this defensive down from Michigan State, rush for 150, 200 yards, and take the ball away from them and. Let's just rack up the points. The only 
part was we kicked three field goals and five chances down there inside the red zone. That's got to be fixed. I don't know how much they can fix it based on personnel, but it's got to, they got to do something different down in there and need to be able to score touchdowns instead of field goals at some point. I think we all know which game that's going to be. And so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm glad it, I, I'm pretty happy with the way it worked out. Uh, again, I think the red zone thing is, a, is now a full blown issue in my mind. It has to be fixed, but Again, in this game, Bill, anytime you can rush the football the way you do, the way Michigan did in that game, you're going to win. The statistics always prove it. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast at TheWolverine.com. Joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking about the tunnel and also the Michigan win. Yeah, I agree. They have been battle-tested. They've, they've had to fight back uh, against every Big Ten team uh, they faced, and they've done it, so we'll just see how it keeps moving here towards the rest of the regular season prior to the game in Columbus. Doug, appreciate your conversation, opinions, input. We'll talk soon. Bill, get a hold of your doctor. Let's calm down a little I'm bit. Okay, I'm okay, man. I'm, 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 I'm seeing triple. Now, I'm seeing triple. I am. <laughs> it's Everything's going to be okay. You know what? I, I'm sweating, and the, and the air conditioner says it's 68 in here. And I'm sweaty. I'm beating up. I don't know, man. It would figure, it would figure that it would be same old Lions that after 30 plus years of doing a talk show, I drop dead on the day they trade Hawk. (laughs) Oh, Bill, thanks for having me. All right. Well, Doug, if this is goodbye, man, I've enjoyed talking to you. The Tellymore golf summits with Chris Ballas, our classics. Along with Superfly Hayes, uh, I, I, I am beaten up. I don't think – it's not a health emergency. I don't want to get everybody concerned. Or, <laughs> I just have beaten up sweating. I didn't put any under deodorant on right now, so we got to – All right, we love you, Doug. All right, Bill, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of comments on the huge text chain, like, are you on meth right now? No, I'm not. And it would be crystal meth officially. Whew, when – how how fitting would it be me going with that? I always talk about the Lions headache, right? I always do. I'm a fan. I'm trying to figure out where I was when they roared back and held on in the second half to beat Washington when they were just scoring at will against the Seahawks. Or at that huge house party with the Noffs. And they had the double-digit lead, and now you're trading away Hawk, and you have the overall number one pick in the draft. This only happens to the Lions. It doesn't happen anywhere else. Dr. K just texted me, blood pressure's down to 790 over 780. Good. Good. Looks like I'd probably get the show in. After that, could be a coin flip. Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com. His huge opinion on the Hawk trade is next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. 
Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. This lion season has been a wild ride. From all the hope from hard knocks to the one-and-one start to leading by double digits at Minnesota. What can go wrong has gone wrong for the most part. Horrible coaching decisions, inconsistent offense, defense, guys regressing from a year ago. I don't know where to begin. And today news that Hawk has been traded to the Vikings. I guess that's the flag that you're waving on the season. They're already sitting at number one overall for the pick. And, you know, your Holmes, your Campbell, uh, there are a lot of questions right now. I think they'll get next year. Uh, the three-year plan seems to work, but they they got to find some storylines and something on the football field that gets those fans back. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. I wanted to get him on the Meyer guest line and his thoughts on the Hawk trade. So uh, I know from a pure football standpoint, uh, you save money, you get a couple of picks, but from a team that's at the bottom of the basement right now in the NFL, what what does this do to the fan base by trading Hawk? You know, I, I think you actually just hinted at it. Um, honestly, it, it ends any expectations that this team is going to come back this year. And I don't know, I, I, I truly don't know if that's calculated on their part or if it's just something that, you know, comes along with, you know, as a byproduct of the trade. But they're clearly telling everybody this this team we're, we're not going to win this year. Like we're going to try, but you know they just traded away uh, a very good tight end. I'm not going to call him great, but he's a good player. Uh, he uh, averaged uh, four catches for 44 yards per game, uh, and they were certainly not going to pay for that production long term. That's Minnesota's problem now, and I actually kind of like that about it, but. For, for this year, they're telling you that, uh, you know, they're going to embrace not being a contender anymore. They, they, they've put an end to all that talk, you know, all the, the thoughts that they might go on a run here if the schedule gets softer or whatever. No, this, this is a two, three, maybe four win team tops now. And I think, I think for a lot of people, that was, that, that's kind of a blow. You know, there was still, some optimism that, okay, you know, that they've been relatively close in a lot of games. You know, they're, the defense is indeed playing better lately, even with what happened with Miami. Uh, the offense is somewhat capable, but now, now you're saying, okay, we're uh, we are not contending, and, and we're looking to 2023 uh, and, and, and beyond. And, and T.J. Atkinson was not going to be part of this team beyond 2023. He might not even been here in 2023. 
So from that standpoint, I like the fact that they're, they got what they did now because the price tag was never going to be higher for TJ Hawkinson to get return than what it is right now. Uh, when, and once the Vikings wake up and realize they got to pay him $9.4 million next year and then uh, probably another $15, $16 million per year if they want to keep him after that, uh, so it's probably not going to look as good in their eyes at that point either. But they're, they're not worried about that. No, they're, they're worried about winning the Super Bowl now, and he does help them do that. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com and also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, a Lions NFL insider here on the huge show across Michigan checking in. The only way they're ever getting the fans back now is winning ball games. They're already to that point, uh, basically a year and a half in. There's no hype. There's no offseason full of hope. Even if they get C.J. Stroud and they draft overall number one and they think he's the guy, uh, it, it, this reminds me of where you know Quinn and Patricia were that you're going to get that third year uh, to win uh, or you're showing the door. That's basically it in my mind. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you on that. Uh, we talked about a little bit last week uh, when I was in there We do, you know, about how they're in a similar situation where Matt Rule was in Carolina, where they brought him back for his third season uh, after the team kept getting worse under his watch, not better. Uh, and they did have some young talent down there, um, and their defense still has some talent on it. But he couldn't make it work, uh, and he got what five games, uh, and they were one and four at the time, and they they canned it, they ended it, and I do think that that's a realistic possibility for Holmes and Campbell uh, for next year. They're not going anywhere before that. Uh, anybody who thinks that they're going to get fired this off season or during the season, it's it's not going to happen. Uh, period. It just isn't. Um, no no amount of of uh, wishing or anything for for that. Uh, they're going to get next year, but uh, and I'll go back to when I covered uh, Hugh Jackson and the Browns. They kept him after he went winless. He knew that he had to win a lot of games very quickly. He didn't. He lasted, I want to say, six games that next season, uh, and, and they canned him. That's that's probably the earliest we'll see that Dan and Brad fired. But uh, until then, like they, they got to at least build some goodwill back up. Uh, because right now, I, I, fan confidence, I'm not sure has ever been this low in the Lions. Uh, not not in recent times, not wow. even under, not, not even at the the end of the the Quinn Trisha era, mm. when I when I think we all knew that that was just yeah. going nowhere. It's it's not good, man. And I'll tell you from from a personal standpoint, you know, I I do cover the team. I am a fan too, and I'm. It, it's hard to find anything to get excited about for the rest of this season. Mm. Uh, yeah, sure. We're, we're, I mean, we're seeing like I'm, my focus is going to be. You know who's for this team in 2023? Who can help this team? I think we've seen a little bit. Like Kirby Joseph is coming along nicely. Rodrigo up for Rookie of the Week, uh, and he should win it. By the way, you know the, the, there are some bright spots, but they're not equaling wins in 2022. So now you're looking at okay, who's here for 2023? Who's who can I build around? Who's going to help this team win long term? Uh, that's going to be my focus for the rest of the year. And, and for fans, I would kind of encourage that for you to be your focus too. Um, don't worry so much about the wins and losses this year because there ain't going to be many wins. Look at what can happen down the road. Uh, and, and anybody who's not going to be part of that is going to be gone um, or not worth your time worrying about. And that's that's sort of where they're at with Hawkinson. That's why they moved him. Jeff Risden does a great job following the Lions. Uh, he is one of our Lions insiders checking in on the Meyer. I guess, Anya, it's going to be interesting off Hawk being traded to the team where your season ended. Uh, and you get the Packers coming in Sunday, and if Rodgers goes nuts and they get blown out in front of the home fans, that's going to be up there with the low points. Uh, what you just mentioned about the confidence right now, if they turn around in the week they trade Hawk, 
and they go get blown out, and you start to think they may not win another game this season, maybe Carolina, maybe one of the Bears games, that you're going to let Holmes and Campbell throw three win seasons back-to-back and bring them back for a third year. I don't know. I might knock on Sean Payton's door, but then would Payton take the job of a friend, right? You know, it, it, it's a tough sell, man. I'm not going to. I'm not going to deny that. Uh, I will say that they're going to. They're going to sell you on, and and I. I'm. I'll raise my hand. I'm going to sell you on this too. They have five of the first 64 picks in the next draft. Mm. Based on what Brad Holmes has done, four of those are probably going to hit. Uh, hopefully, one of them is a quarterback. Hopefully, another one of them uh, is a safety or cornerback who can play outside uh, and and help the god awful pass defense. You know, it, one of the things that I think is getting glossed over here, too, they fired Anthony Pleasant yesterday. And, uh, uh, that, that's sort of back burner news now, but that's, that's kind of a big deal, too. So you're, you're seeing them making evaluations towards 2023. You know, I, to, to think back to demoralizing trades, remember when they traded Golden Tate away right after they traded for Damon Harrison? They had them together for a week. Uh, and everybody was thinking, oh, this is the time where we're going to make a run. And then they dealt Golden away, and the bottom completely fell out, and they never really recovered from that. And uh, Bob Quinn, unfortunately, didn't learn that lesson. Then traded Slay, traded Diggs, uh, and, mm. and it kept getting worse. I do believe 100% that this organization will not make that sort of a move. Uh, I, but, you know, it's it's tough, man. It's, they're, they're not gonna They're not going to win more than – two or three games oh. for the rest of the season. And that's, that's hard, man. Uh, it's, 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 wow. it, it's, it's, it's a real challenge. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's beyond a challenge. And I, I think what I feel is a front office and a franchise deaf to the fans. And the fans have zero confidence in Campbell. You know, Holmes, Holmes has brought some good talent in, but I don't believe Campbell is head coach material. I don't. There's too much inconsistency. Uh, there's too many bonehead calls. Uh, players are regressing, uh, so I. You can give another year; it's just going to be even uglier. So uh, we'll see where it goes. Rizzy, I know you got an, another interview. Thanks for the update, my man, on the hawk trade. My pleasure. I'll talk to you later this week. Thank yeah, you. you know, I I get you're going to have you know, all these great draft picks, but you have confidence in Campbell to maximize it. This is the same conversation we had about Quinn and Patricia. I'm Dr. K. Another text. Back up to 980 over 890. Bill, I'm calling the American Medical Association for you to be alive right now. It's a miracle. You might be a sports angel from God. What if I am the sports angel? And I never knew it. What if the Honolulu Blue Rapture is upon us and I'm here to take all the Lions fans to a place where your team can at least finish 500? Uh, You know, he talks about a low point as a Lions fan, and I'm 61, I look like I'm 41. This is about as bad from the hype that I didn't think was hype. I watched them. I was there. The free fall is about coaching not having control of in-game, game plans, motivation, whatever you want to call it. And that's hard to digest because we all watched Hard Knocks. What if they were all actors in Hard Knocks and not the real guys? The following Hard Knocks presents all actors. 
They, Dan Campbell's being played by Dolph Lundgren. I want your feedback on the hot trade. Give it to me. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Bud Light HUGE question of the day. What do you think of the hot trade? 1-866-838-4843. Everything HUGE 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Step up to the plate and enjoy World Series action like never before with BetMGM. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Sign up today using my bonus code SHEPBET and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Take the field with the king of sportsbooks and enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odd specials. The BetMGM app is the best way to experience the excitement of wagering on the World Series. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older wager michigan only this is a new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance if you think you have a gambling problem call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help excludes michigan disassociated persons huge here for all the mr car wash locations across michigan you're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass at iu superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Pussifer Live. The Existential Reckoning Tour. November 15th, 7.30, DeVos Performance Hall. Special guest, Nightclub. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. New album, Existential Reckoning, out now. Let the probing continue. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com and download the Eagle Access app. Let's go to Leonard in Traverse City listening on 93.7 FM, the ticket in northern Michigan. You're on the Huge Show. Yeah, long time listener. What's going to happen when our young players like Hutchinson and Rodriguez Get a couple of years down, and they get to 
have a contract coming up? Are the Lions just going to trade them? Yeah, they're going to. Uh, the the impact on the team. I'm glad you brought that up, Leonard. For one of your best players to get traded, the message to the team is we're giving up. It's. I know Hawk isn't the answer for a Super Bowl, but man, if you're going to draft C.J. Stroud, let's just say they have the worst record, and you have a bailout tight end who's a top 10 tight end in the league, you're going to do what now? Try and find another tight end through the draft or with one of your draft picks? Gosh. It's just, it, it's not the right vibe at all. It really isn't. Minnesota won that trade big time. Let's go to Lester in Saginaw listening on 100.9 FM. You're on the huge show. Yeah, hello. Uh, first time listener. I was telling your um, screener there that you hit the nail on the head. You said everything I said to one of my buddies today. I got back in the vehicle. I couldn't hear no music, so I turned your show on. Um, very good and enlightening show. I agree with you 100% on every single thing you said, from trading Hawkinson for a second and third round pick, um, trading him to a rival team. Mm. Campbell's not motivating the guys at all, and he's a Coach, I really believe. I think we're losing you. Right. They 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 should get rid of him. There's no reason to give him a third year. You learned your lesson with Patricia, right? Exactly. Exactly. They all their coaches for the last ten years have been two year and out guys. Now you know what they need to get rid. You're you're breaking up a little bit, Lester. Sorry about that. Thanks for listening on 100.9 FM and welcome to the show. Weekdays three until six p.m. Yeah, this talk, well, he gets a third year. Why? Why? It's the NFL. If I and you can see that Dan Campbell's in over his head, the mistakes he makes, why would you continue to give him another year? You learned your lesson with Patricia and Quinn. Gosh, that just fires me up. It really does. Time to check in on what's on tap at all the brands. Steakhouse and Grills, your home for every Michigan, Michigan State, and Lions game all season long. Plus, you can check out the Wings, the Pistons. Check the schedule and stop by your local brands. You'll find the brands in Bay City. If you're listening on 100.9 FM, the brands in Caledonia, just south of GR. If you're tuning in on 96.1 The Game. The brands in Holland off of US 31 and James for those listening on WHTC. Johnny Brand has the brands in Granville, west of GR, and also the brands on Leonard in downtown Grand Rapids, right off of 131. Mike Brand Sr. has the brands in Cascade, just east of GR. And remember, you can have all your brand's favorites ready for pickup or have them delivered. Go to brands.com, get that started, but plan on watching the Wolverines, Spartans, and Lions, Wings, and Pistons all season long at All Brands Steakhouse and Grills. For the one close to you, go to brands.com. And game day, work day, play day, order up your favorites for pickup or have them delivered. Looking at some of the comments coming in, Roberto in Lowell, I assume listening on 96 won the game. I'm done with my show or the Lions. The curiosity is killing me. (laughs) 
Vicky in Fremont, which I... 96-1 maybe, right? Listening. The Lions have let me down every year of my life. She's a woman. She won't give her age. I want your thoughts on the hog trade. Yeah, we all can remember him traded to Minnesota, the place where Campbell didn't go for it and kicked the field goal, and their season hasn't been the same since. Oh, that is so damn Lions. It is. It is. They, and then with the fans at rock bottom, the team at rock bottom, you get rid of one of your best guys. Well, because Campbell and Holmes feel real comfortable that they're going to be around for as long as they want to. It's amazing. This only happens with the Lions. If you miss any interview, any hour, any show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show. Big. Bad. Huge.